0: If you are living literally, you know, paycheck to paycheck, making decisions whether do I buy groceries this week or do I put gas in the car, that's the predicament we're putting these poor people in, these working class people, that the Democrats have said we champion these people. Where are they? I wish to God, I mean, if we could come to, to terms on one thing left and right, all those people who are pushing for minimum wage increase... Redirect your efforts to pushing down gas prices and food costs. Because if you're making $15 an hour, but it costs you $75 to fill up your car, you've offset any gains in income.
1: Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts, and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. The Joe Mobley Show is presented by Burt Gold Group. If you don't know about Birch Gold Group, guys, they have a free gift for you. All you got to do to get it is text 98 or text Mobley to 989898. That's Mobley to 989898. They've got a free informational kit for you. Thanks again to Birch Gold Group for sponsoring the show. Guys, We're talking about cultural issues. It's uncloseted conservatives only. If that's not you, you're probably not going to enjoy this hour. And you know what? That's okay. Uh, If that is you, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe, however you're consuming this guy's radio, podcast, YouTube, Getter, Rumble, Twitter, Facebook. I'm on all of the things. If I'm not there, the platform has taken me down. I have not abandoned you. They abandoned. Really, they censored me. Is what went on there, uh, guys? We've got an awesome show. We're talking all things culture, and at the top of the cultural debate, if you haven't known, if you haven't heard, it's guns. It's it's these these guys right here. They could go off at any time. I'm putting my life in danger just to bring this content to you. We are talking with Eric. Bethany, uh, co-host of Bob and Eric Save America. Guys, awesome podcast. If you're not subscribed to it, you need to be. All that and more, and it all starts right now. Eric, my man, how are you?
0: Joe, it is so good to see you. What is going on, man? A lot going on.
1: Yeah, it, it's good to see you too. Uh, well, what's going on with me is I got my voice back. I've been sick for like 10 days. It was tough. Last, last week was my first full-time week. And it was tough, brother. It was it was real tough. Um, but otherwise, you know, the collapse of the Republic, just, you know, the normal stuff since we last spoke, kind of uh, propaganda, monkeypox. I'm dodging monkeypox. You know, there's, uh, you know, gay sex. It's, it's, it's after us all. Um, it's definitely after our children. But uh, what's up with you, man? Not a whole lot.
0: Same thing, just watching this dumpster fire that is the Republic, formerly known as the United States, as the Biden administration just runs roughshod, doing it on purpose, not necessarily incompetence, because as I always say, there are limits to presidential incompetence. We've had incompetent presidents before. In my lifetime, I haven't seen this. So uh, we just got to push back, fight back. And my God, makes you appreciate what you had when you had presidents before that. I mean, even George Bush, even Clinton. I mean, it was never like this. I I just paid ninety seven dollars to put gas in my my <laughs> sedan. Ninety seven dollars gas in the sedan used to cost me hand to god. Used to cost me twenty six dollars.
1: Oh yeah, I I have now. I'm not the big green guy, uh, but I have a little tiny, like pretty green Ford Focus. It's a it's not a hybrid. It's a flex fuel vehicle or whatever. Um, ten gallons. You know, it used to cost me $25, 27 bucks, and now it's forty eight. Fifty. It's it's literally twice as much. But and they're saying, hey, you know, it's just a couple of dollars. It's twice as much.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and, and I just bought my I just bought my wife for my wife is is turning forty at the end of the month. I wanted to buy her a nice car for her birthday, so I foolishly go out and buy her a big ass SUV, and it's a uh-huh. hundred it's one hundred and twenty five dollars to put gas in the tank. So that's where we are right now, man. And, and like, I guess. The Democrats have always positioned themselves to champion for the poor. Who did these gas price increases and these food price increases hurt the most? The poor. I oh, mean, yeah. if you if you've got a decent job and you make decent money, it's going to hurt, but you'll probably be able to withstand it. If you are living literally you'll know, paycheck to paycheck, making decisions whether do I buy groceries this week or do I put gas in the car? That's the predicament we're putting these poor people in, these working class people that the Democrats have said, we champion these people. Where are they? I wish to God, I mean, if we could come to to terms on one thing left and right, all those people who are pushing for minimum wage increase, redirect your efforts to pushing down gas prices and food costs. Because if you're making $15 an hour, but it costs you $75 to fill up your car, you've offset any gains in income.
1: You know we're we're kind of spread all over the place right now. But just what you said, like I the the very next thing that follows, I have to say this: another group of people that this is affecting, uh, which these people shouldn't be in this position. It's because of their own bad choices. Uh, But people that have to pay child support. Um, because that, that just kind of bleeds into the fatherlessness, the single parent pandemic. Uh, you know, you want to talk about epidemic. There's an epidemic of single parenthood in the United States. And now they're they're looking at those bills. They're looking at the checkbook and it's you cost of food. You got to choose between food and gas to get to work to earn, you know, a little bit of money to keep trying to fill up the gas tank. There's also that financial responsibility to families, and now it's broken and factored families. Some some guys, some gals paying child support to two, three, four different people. Um, not the kind of math problem that I have. You know, I married the mother Thank of my God, children, yeah. and uh, you know, man. one wife, one 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 woman, four kids with the same woman. But anyway, I digress. The, it's almost like this dumpster fire all of these things just keep feeding into each other. It's almost like, it's almost like they read Saul Alinsky's Eight Levels of Control and planned this whole thing from the beginning.
0: You know, it's, it's not too far-fetched to look at it like that. The breakdown of the nuclear family is the biggest problem plaguing this country, and it affects poor minority communities far than, you know, more than anybody. You, you take the father out of the household, not only are you depriving a family of that income, More importantly than the income, the role that the father has. And as we try to teach children that, you know, there's no such thing as a traditional family. And and the liberals, I mean, since the days of Hillary Clinton in the 90s, been saying it takes a a village to raise a child. It doesn't take a village. It takes a mother and a father. And as we steer away from that, we see more and more families uh, that are resulting in divorce and more and more people that are not getting married or not having kids or putting it off. Oh yeah. So we oh. I could cut out there. Sorry. We're running, we're running into these uh, cultural issues that you know you want to talk about guns, you want to talk about school shootings, you know, what's that common thread right there? I mean, a lot of these people, I mean, look, Nicholas Cruz, the kid uh Ramos in, in Uvalde, they're not coming from proper homes. Why was that 18-year-old kid in Uvalde
1: living with his grandparents? Where were his mother and father? Yep, and it happens all the time, you know. It used to be, you know, I'm old enough to remember, what, two, three weeks ago when everything was white supremacy's fault. Um, so so it used to be white supremacy was to blame, but somehow things have shifted in the last, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 days. Um, so now we're out from under the thumb of white supremacy. White supremacy is second banana. You know, terrorists, no problem. Drug cartels, no problem. Gang violence, you know, domestic violence, all that stuff. No problem uh, white supremacy number two, but the new number one again, the recurring number one is firearms you know I mean mm. this guy just hops off the desk and goes on murderous rampages. I keep waiting for law enforcement to show up at my door because of all of the crimes that my firearms committed. you know how how is it that we're still having what they call the gun debate? I, I don't see it as a debate. there's nothing. there are never any facts brought by the other side and increasingly, they're lies. This, the United States is the only country where this happens. I did an episode last week. That's not true. The United States ranks something 83, 84, 85 in, in violent crimes. We don't make the top 25 list of gun crimes, including countries that have crazy strict gun laws. France, number three. Gun ownership is all but outlawed in France, but they have, per capita, they actually have more gun violence. Like, how are we still having this, air quotes, debate the the facts are the facts are on our side the media does get to manipulate the facts you know and and just lie about all of the studies
0: we have that debate because the right doesn't fight back against it the right never comes out and never shows the the public what is causing these mass shootings a a weapon is is just a tool it's the hard heart that kills it's the individual that kills and the problem with liberalism liberalism will always look for a scapegoat that has nothing to do with personal responsibility. If we want to look at the root causes of violence and why we're seeing it the way we are, school shootings and things like that, you have to look to psychotropic drugs. You have to look to, you know, are they putting these kids on Ritalin? Are they putting these kids on, uh, on psychiatric drugs that they shouldn't be taking? Uh, look, is there a father in the household? When we start getting into deeper sociological and cultural issues that the left has commonly positioned themselves against, they position themselves against the nuclear family. They position themselves, uh, you know, pro, you know, mental health, you know, get into therapy, get on psychotropic drugs, embrace your mental illness, go online and talk about it and get that online dopamine. Now we're getting into cultural issues that the left doesn't want to tackle. But a gun is just a tool and you can point the finger and you can say, Right wing NRA gun, it's their fault, and it appeals to low information
1: voters. Absolutely. That kind of reminds me of <clears throat> this, uh, you know, Gotta Love Babylon B. Uh, they put this out, I think, yesterday on, on their social media platforms. Uh, report finds despite attempts to add more genders, there still seem to be two plus 767 mental disorders. And it's kind of just, Eric, what you said. You you nailed it. It's it's fatherlessness. Yes, it's it's uh, you know the opposite of order is disorder. These these kids um, and or young adults, you know, committing these acts of violence, they are brought up not in order but in disorder. Many of them have disorders like gender dysphoria used to be a disorder. Now we're supposed to play make believe. You know, we're the ones that are confused. DSM four, DSM five. All of those doctors that subscribed and, and learned were educated under the old regime. We're all confused, um, and this disordered way of living, guys. This disordered way of living produces exactly what we're seeing. It produces disorder. produces chaos. It produces, you know, rises in crime. Which you know that that brings us to the next thing. So I don't know how big your screen is. I'll just I'll just talk through. This guy here, you know, but you know, data, data put out by Forbes um, just the other day was it was tweeted out by and welcome back to Twitter, uh, Ivan Trumpovic. Uh, He is out of Twitter Twitter jail. Guys, go and follow this account. It is a spicy Twitter feed that you got to see. Ivan, good to see you back. But anyway, twenty twenty, you know, twenty twenty saw unprecedented murder spike in U.S. uh, major U.S. cities. But here's the thing: let's look at these. U.S. cities, they seem to have something in common. These are liberal crap hole mavens, 74% spike in Seattle, New Orleans, Atlanta, Chicago, Boston, Portland, Houston, New York, San Fran, you know, D.C. crap holes in there. But somehow we're the ones that are confused and the, the proof's in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. And, you know, Larry Krasner, the DA of Philadelphia, comes out today after a horrific
0: mass shooting that took place on South Street over in Philadelphia, and he blames the NRA. But nobody's looking at the fact that he's one of the most progressive DAs in the country. He's got an office policy of, of releasing violent felons, of issuing very lenient sentences. Uh, These people that are going out there and committing these mass shootings, they have criminal records. These are people that many of whom are are convicted felons and can't own firearms anyway, but they're not going to follow the law. I'm a lawyer. I've spent my life in the law, and I can assure you, living in the world of criminal law, I can assure you, criminals do not follow the law. We can pass all the gun legislation in the world. We can make guns illegal tomorrow. I guarantee you. The law-abiding citizens are going to be hamstrung because we're going to have to follow that, and the people that don't—it doesn't matter. Murder is already illegal. Mass shootings are already illegal. Those laws don't stop people from committing the crime. And why are we going to deprive the right of protection of, of good citizens, of ordinary citizens who obey the law and pay their taxes and have a constitutional right to defend themselves? Why are we punishing them for the actions of the criminals? Also, one thing that people aren't talking about enough is the reason for the Second Amendment. Joe Biden getting out there and talking about deer and hunting has nothing to do with hunting. We had just, when we wrote the Second Amendment, we had just come out of a revolutionary war where we escaped tyranny, and we learned what happens when you have people that are under the gun, literally and figuratively, of a foreign nation or your own government that wants to deprive you of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And this is the one thing, it's the one check that we have against the power of the government. Nobody wants to go to war with their own government. Nobody's talking about that. But I want the government to remember that they derive their powers from the consent of the governed, And what gives us leverage is the right to own firearms.
1: You know, it's funny, you just said, you know, come out of this war with a foreign nation. And at the time, we we were the same nation, we were a colony of Great Britain, but it's interesting sociologically. And the left, they love their weird soft sciences, but we can get on, we can get into sociology with them from a sociological standpoint. It's two totally separate people groups, it's two so totally separate versions of reality. You think about our political elite who are worth tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, you look at these, you know, we have politicians that are also plutocrats. That's not really something that's supposed to happen. Um, I haven't looked at Obama's net worth for a long time. The last time I looked, it was over $70 million. So what's, what's normal for us, what's normal for people who are seeing the stuff, at the gas pump and having to make these decisions between uh, putting food on the table and gas in the gas tank that's not normal for our ridiculous political elite. It's, it's almost like they're they are they're on a totally different ship, different country. They just live in a whole different world. That's where plutocrat comes from. They're just, who they're out there.
2: Mm.
0: No, you're, you're 100% right. And, and I think people are realizing that. People are waking up to the fact that it really is an us versus them dichotomy. It's not left versus right. In fact, often it's not. Often it's just a political and well-connected elite versus everybody else. And, and this idea that we have two parties that are into governing in completely separate ways is so far-fetched. Nothing makes that point more apparent than war. When, when Ukraine broke out, how many Republicans were on board with, let's just give Zelensky a blank check, to hell with the southern border, to hell with the fentanyl problems, to hell with fortifying our schools. Let's send munition and arms to some corrupt dictator 6,000 miles away when we could take that same money and we could have Navy SEALs at every school in this country being paid $80,000 a year apiece. It's a lot more than these Navy SEALs are making when they're out in the field. So the bottom line is that we don't prioritize our children in this country. I think that's evident by the fact that you take a look at what's going on this weekend in Dallas, this drag queen, you know, bring your kids to a strip club. The idea that that children are not our most precious resource and we should do anything to save them. You go into a bank, there's a bank vault, there's an armed guard, you go into a school, you walk right in the door. Where do we put our priority? It's certainly not with children.
1: Yep. We we as a society, almost everything that we say, it's completely the opposite. It's, it's like the rules for the politicians, the social elite, have become grafted into the social fabric of the United States. The platitude is never true. Children are our most precious resource. That's not true. Just like Eric just said, our precious resources are guarded by heavily armed, heavily trained, you know, there's digital surveillance, there's an intelligence apparatus out there, and our children are soft targets. And for you non-tactical people out there, soft target means easy to kill, easy to get to. Doors are unlocked. Uh, you know not a lot of barriers or barricades or not a lot of cover and And the plans are, well, let's let's have kids have bulletproof backpacks or or let's have you know buttons to ring people in. no when when it goes down and the crap hits the fan like they did in Uvalde, you call people for the specific reason you're not calling them because of their training, you're not calling them because of their cars, their breaching tools, which apparently Uvalde PD and Evaldi School PD doesn't have. Mm -hmm. You're not calling them for any of that. You're calling them to bring guns. Please help bring your guns and fight the bad guy with guns instead of the common sense solution of having your own good guys with guns already there. don't have to call them, don't have to give them notice. If I hear a gunshot, I'm recording in my house right now, I hear boom, gunshot, I hear an explosion at my door, I I don't need to be called, I can go to work immediately. This is something that works, it works all over the United States, over 160 million defensive uses of firearms recorded last year. And that's the FBI's, I'm sorry, not recorded last year. I think that's 2020 data. The FBI's data, Uniform Crime Report. You can look it up for yourself. Some years, the guesstimate is up to 300 million defensive uses of firearms.
2: Mm. Never.
1: That never hits the mainstream media because it's a a myth. You and I can't use guns to stop a bad guy. That's a myth. Mass shooters walking, goes and commits a mass shooting at a church in Texas is driving to another church to commit a shooting. And a congregant gets out of the previous service, sees him walking up with the rifle, puts him down, boom. Yeah. But that but that never happened, according to the left. No. Okay.
2: Nobody
0: wants to talk about that. Um, but I think we do need to talk about the inaction of the Uvalde Police Department and the fact that that police chief had ordered his men and women to stand down. And it was the parents. There was actually parents that were handcuffed who were able to talk to the local police and get out of the handcuffs to go in and save their kids. Um So I think that's also one thing that we need to remember as citizens is that um, we need to have a vested interest in preserving our own lives. That's not something that can be outsourced. You can't outsource that to the police department, even even if we back the blue. And I've always been a little reluctant to make a blanket statement like that. I don't necessarily back any profession. I back the individual. If someone's good at their job and they're dedicated, um, I will support them wholeheartedly if they are not. And I work in criminal...
1: Here's the problem with that. okay. Who's committed more atrocities: private citizens, mobs, crime organizations, or governments through militaries and police? Government, government, hundred percent, bar none. You know the greatest mass shooting: police and military. What's the greatest mass shooting in American history? In American history, probably some massacre the military did.
0: Wounded Knee, Wounded Knee Creek was the largest mass shooting in American history.
1: Wow! Yeah. But no one wants to talk about that, you know. I and, I, I used to and, be the blue, I used to be the green, and the army, and I I try not to disparage those institutions publicly, but there's a reason I left people both times.
0: I I have respect for the institutions to a degree. My respect uh, typically lies with the individuals involved if they're good people. But you know, lest we forget, and you know, I know we're we're talking history here. Um, you go back to 1890, when the, right before the Wounded Knee Massacre, the U.S. Army disarmed the, uh, the Sioux, disarmed the Lakota Sioux at Wounded Knee Creek, and then went in and proceeded to kill something like 280 of them, uh, largest mass shooting in American history. So uh, we, we can't just sit there and go, well, we'll call the cops. And that's what the left wants you to believe. Well, if someone breaks into your house, call the cops. You know, guys, I can assure you, you know, they're going to come and they're going to take a report. And if you're dead on the floor, they'll take a
1: photo. Well, you need to they're, be. There needs someone. There needs to be someone to keep a detailed record of how you died. You know, it, they're <laughs> they're going to write a report. But no, what you what you need to do
0: is you need to take an active, invested interest in preserving your own life. That's what we need to do, everybody. And uh, that know. comes with being a licensed firearm owner, being a, a firearm owner, and, and having a carry permit if you need to, and, and absolutely being trained and being able to use it.
1: You know what's so funny about that? The the left, and, and because this is political ideology at work here, the left considers themselves to be the party of science. Capital S, mm. trademark, alt-rights reserve, science, Tony Fauci, all hail St. Fauci, who is the science. Where in nature is there a protector type mentality aside from familial protection where mama bear or papa bear comes and destroys that intruder, destroys that thing that gets in between them and their cubs. But where is there in nature a situation where an animal is in trouble, a plant, a species, something's in trouble, and their solution is they call on some other entity to come with their fangs and their claws and their muscle and their might to come in and take care of the problem. In a nature you only find... What Eric just described. You only find your life is yours to protect. Correct. You you preserve everything that is yours, your home, your dwelling, your property. That is those are natural laws. That is that is written into creation. Mm-hmm. But somehow that it's it's double think. They are the yeah. party of double think. Because yeah. no, you're you're absolutely right. Here, here's another thing, and I'll, I'll pass this ball to you. Another big double thing that they do is the government is racist, is systemically, you know, just rife with injustice. They're the system, the machine. They need to be torn down. And what we want to do with that big racist, evil, prejudiced institution is we also want to give them a complete power monopoly. We want to give them all of the guns. How does that make sense? it doesn't make any sense. And,
0: and people that are all too trusting in their government have failed to see what's been going on the last two years. I mean, I think, I think one of the only things that kept our government from completely locking us down by force is the fact that there's 400 million guns. That, that has to weigh on their mind. It has to weigh on their mind, like, look, we can only push them so far. But I, one thing, and I, I put this out on Twitter the other day, the government treats us like crap already, and we have 400 million guns. How are they going to treat us when we're disarmed? Do you think it's going to get better does it improve when you're in a weaker position? Come on, give me a break.
1: Hey, that's a good point. I hadn't even considered that. I mean, they're they're pretty bold. They're and and they're bold because we've been pacified, you know. When's the last, you know, these guys over my shoulder, Washington and the gang, they would have done mutiny several times over, you know, since since I've been alive, you know, I'm I'm a child of the late 80s. they would have revolted over plenty of things. Um, Yeah. Very. That's a good point. I'm going to have to write that down. That's, that's a show segment that I need to do.
0: Yeah. Uh, The government treats us like garbage already and and we're already armed. So, you know, what does that say if we're disarmed?
1: So on that note, we, we got about five minutes left here. Um, what what happens from here? And we don't have a crystal ball, but what happens from here when we're talking legislation, policy, the American spirit, you know, we know that there the lies, the gun show loophole. There's no there's no loophole. There are people that illegally sell firearms outside of a gun show out of a trunk of a car. That's something that happens in Chicago probably every minute of the day. Um, you already need to get a background check in all 50 states and the territories. You if you want to conceal carry, as far as I know. And all the municipalities that I'm aware of that issue carry permits, you need to surrender biometrics, as in fingerprints. You need to go and get mm-hmm. submit a fingerprint card to the sheriff's office, the PD, whatever. Um, all all these things that you know the left lies about all the time, but we know like universal background checks. The thing there is to make a registry and to keep sure. a record, to keep a record of the firearms, not just you know, Joe Mobley ran a criminal background check. They ran a check on me. They don't know if I bought firearms, if I didn't, if I bought five, if I bought one. if I just wanted to see if the, you know, the bureau boys had me on some charge that no one's told me about. Maybe I just ran a check for that. What do you think policy-wise and insofar as culture is ahead of us?
0: Well, I think the left is is trying to capitalize on tragedy um, because, you know, Joe Biden's approval ratings are in the toilet right now Um, with certain groups, certain segments of the country. something like of Latinos. It's like 26 percent. He's really losing support. So they need an issue to come into the midterm. So they're going to go full steam ahead and they're going to go full steam ahead on guns. The problem is we have too many rhinos in Congress that are going to go with it. Well, let's, let's see a little bit of, uh, of our rights here. Let's see your know, magazine capacity and things like that. And it's a very slippery slope. I think we've seen that in history. Um, we definitely need to address the issue of violence. I think everybody can agree upon that, that we have a mental health crisis in this country. And that starts with looking at the home. Look, look at the culture. Look at the media that we're ingesting. Look at the world in which we live. It's not as simple as just taking guns away. So if you limit magazine capacity, does evil go away? Does the Waukesha killer not drive his SUV down the road? Does the Boston bomber not use a crockpot to go kill as many people as he did? Evil is evil. And if you don't confront the evil, you're putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole. And it doesn't make any sense. And the problem is that's, that's the way it is with the left. It's platitudes. It's long on parades and short on penicillin. Lots of revelry and lots of celebration, but very few actual tangible solutions.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you know, p- perhaps the more insidious thing that they do is they lie about the data. And the thing is, if you're not in it, if you're not actively seeking it out, if you are not testing the truth, then you're believing the propaganda. Most everything that's put out there about gun violence, about um, the policy implications of really strict gun laws is a lie. Uh, yeah it, it it's it's a total complete lie um it It's a lie like you know that the police are just gonna come and save you and and not sit outside for an hour. Okay. and uh, you know, a lot of controversy about that. I was quiet for a while because there were conflicting reports. One of the reports said active shooter. the other one said it's turned into a barricaded suspect situation. Those are two wildly different uh situations. Now there's enough information out. Uh, that people need to be fired, and some people probably charged with something uh, in in the evolving situation. Um, but they're they're going to kick the can to the next tragedy, the next tragedy that's expedient for them. You know, they're not going to shine the light on what was it last weekend? Forty four people shot, uh, and eight killed in Chicago. They're not going to talk about that. You know, it's a slow motion mass shooting, so it doesn't count. Um, Oh, also, you know what else doesn't count in in their champion study? Mass shootings where there was more than one shooter. Uh, But they leave Columbine in there, which is interesting because Columbine, by their definition in the study, the the definition of mass shooting, they only count lone wolf ones, which is weird. What does it matter if there are two people or ten people? Um, Just just so much. All right, uh, we got about 45 seconds left. Uh, Eric, tell us you know, what you're up to, um, what your show's about, plug anything that you got to plug.
0: Well, thank you so much. Well, we are now partnering with my pillow. So mypillowcom slash Bob and Eric, promo code Bob and Eric up to 66% off on your order sheets, towels, clothes, and the greatest slippers you've ever worn in your life. Uh, also check out our podcast on iTunes, Google podcasts, Bob and Eric save America. We're on break right now. We're going to be back second week of July. I think that's July 16th, Saturday. Uh, I'll I'll let you know for sure shortly. And follow me on Twitter, Getter, CloudHub, Truth Social, and Gab at Eric M. Matheny.
1: Awesome. Eric, can't thank you enough for coming on, brother. Guys, we are going to let Eric go. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to be getting into it. He actually dropped some of these breadcrumbs. We're going to be getting into all the creepy sex stuff going Mm -hmm. on in our schools. And if you've been on the internet, you've certainly seen some very unsavory uh, images. Images that are just unsavory, period. You know, they shouldn't, people shouldn't be, you should feel guilty about posting stuff like this, but the fact that there are children, you know, putting dollar bills into these G-strings, doesn't matter who's wearing it, guys. A trans person, a biological man, a biological woman, or whatever, a prostitute, It, it's wildly inappropriate. We're going to be talking about that for the second half of the show. Uh, so make sure you stick with us through the break. Eric, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Make sure you follow him at, uh, at Eric M. Matheny. That's M-A-T-H-E-N-Y, uh, Matheny. Um, and subscribe, you know, subscribe to uh, their podcast, Bob and Eric Save America, uh, which I once upon a time called Dave and Eric Save America. Uh, <laughs> still, apologies. <laughs> apologies to Bob. Talk to with Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. We'll see you guys after the break. Take care, Joe. Thanks. Fear of -of out-of-control inflation is hammering the stock market. The S&P 500 is having its worst start of the year since World War II. So not only are your savings worth less, you now have less of it. Now might be a good time for you to diversify into gold, the most stable asset in the history of the world. And Birch Gold Group is the company I trust to help you convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold and silver. That's right. Not only will Birch Gold help you fortify your savings with precious metals, they'll help you do it in a tax-sheltered account. Text Mobley to 989898 to get a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered account. Something you might not know about me is I have sleep apnea. Sleep is obviously an important part of my life. It should be an important part of yours as well. That's why My Pillow was an obvious choice to partner with the show. I'm sure you've already heard of My Pillow. Heck, you might even have some of these awesome pillows in your home, but I bet you didn't know they sold more, much, much more in fact. My Pillow has sheets, towels, travel pillows, slippers, Things that you need to see to believe. Right now, you can get their moccasin or slip-on MyPillow slippers, normally $139.98 for just $49. You've got to use my promo code MOBLY or go to MyPillow.com mobley MOBLY to see all the deals you get with my promo code MOBLY, including buy one, get one free Giza dream sheets, six-piece MyPillow towel sets, MyPillow pillows, bathrobes and much more. Guys, the sale on slippers is ending soon. Order yours today. Do it right now. Go to mypillow.com/mobly or type in promo code mobly anywhere on the website. Mobly is spelled M O B L E Y. Go to www.mypillow.com today. If you're listening to this show, I can guess a few things about you. You probably don't trust the government. You trust the liberal media even less. And maybe, just maybe, you're an uncloseted conservative. While the time for sitting in silence is over, it wasn't working anyway. It's time to come out of the conservative closet. And there's no better way than with my uncloseted conservative gear, available exclusively at my website, dot Tom. These hoodies, shirts, mugs, and more are the funniest products you'll find anywhere. Like my Joe Biden one star would not recommend t-shirt or my AR-15 identifies as a stick. We've got the absolute best Let's Go Brandon gear on the market and my trademark uncloseted conservative design. You've got to see it to believe these premium products are made of the absolute softest cotton you'll find. You won't want to take them off. Premium prints on premium products from a premium brand. Use promo code FREEDOM for 10% off your entire order. Do it now. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com, load up the cart, and use promo code FREEDOM. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com
2: today. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show, guys. The Joe Mobley Show is presented by Birch
1: Gold Group. Thanks to Birch Gold for putting on the show, guys. The scripture of the day today is Second Corinthians three seventeen. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Uh, many translations saying there is freedom, guys. There are so many things that people try and find their peace in. People try and find freedom in. Uh, but the interesting thing is, is, you know, love or hate it, agree or disagree. The only place that you can find real true freedom is in Christ, is in is in God the creator and, and his son, Christ Jesus, who died for our sins. The only way to the father is through the son, uh, Jesus Christ. And the thing is where the spirit of the Lord is, there is actually true freedom. I, I can't. Tell you, you know, have have I had good times, bad times? Of course, but I can't tell you how just deeply true, how intimately true the feeling of this is. That in that truth, there is real freedom. Uh, so again, that Second Corinthians three seventeen is our scripture of the day. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. All right, so we're talking about we're talking about liberalized. We're talking about all kinds of weird, weird nonsense that goes on. One of those things is, guys, we talked about this on the show before, but another one of those things is we now live in a time. Look at this. This is an excellent, excellent meme. Uh, whoever whoever created this graphic. But we live in a time. We live in a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge. If you've ever sent a kid to a university, you know that to be true. When they came back with their gender studies, queer African dance theory uh, degree, and their purple hair, um, and oh, by the way, they changed genders, they're now a a furry, uh, where governments destroy freedom, the press destroys information, and banks destroy our economy. Now I know this is tough to believe, you know, because because I'm obviously black, um, but I, I am one of those black people that has a CPA. Uh, the interesting thing is, if you talk to a CPA, if you talk to a financial uh, professional, if you have a financial advisor, they tell you that a lot of what the government says is bullcrap. Um, now some of them are liberal, and they'll say, ah, it's more nuanced, and they'll they'll explain to you why what the government says. It's bullcrap because of nuance. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but what the government says is nuance because it's bullcrap. It's not true. It's not true. What they've done is they have created crises. Matter of fact, there's there's a uh, there's a graphic for this. Let me look for. They've created crises where there were none. And they step in and make themselves the solution to this crisis. It's called the Hegelian dialect. It's what this image is about right here. The little girl um, and boy sitting on their dad's lap and says, Dad, why do people give up freedom for security? Mm, She must have been reading up on Benjamin Franklin, uh, who said those who will uh, sacrifice freedom for security deserve Neither, and uh, Uncle Ben was right. Uncle Ben, he knew with great power comes great responsibility. You see what I did there? <sighs> the, the father says, it's called the Hegelian dialect, sweetie. They create a problem. The problem creates a reaction. If there is enough fear and hysteria, people will not only accept the solution that limits their rights, but they will actually beg for it. You know, like you begged for uh, the masks on planes, trains, and automobiles and in the workplace forever and ever. Amen. Like you begged for uh, the WHO to take over and the CDC uh, to supersede constitutions, laws, executives, governors, all of that stuff. Uh, like you begged for the Fauci G. And man, did they deliver, you know, not just one, not just two, but you can get boosted. I think, what is Israel up to seven or eight boosters? I mean, you can get. This you can get as many Fauci ouchies as you would like if you paid a certain amount of money. I'm sure you could get the venerable Saint Fauci to come to you and actually administer the ouchie himself. And maybe you know he's he's been signaling he's been signaling that he's um, no matter who is president in the future uh, that him you know the longest standing highest paid government employee. On the books, he is going to be retiring, stepping away, whatever. Who the heck knows? Maybe he's going to be hanging out with Hunter Biden. No one knows where the heck he is. Uh, but you know, maybe that's what he's going to do in retirement. Maybe he's going to administer Fauci algae because COVID's not going anywhere. Uh, these vaccines aren't going anywhere. Are you kidding me? They don't have to release safety data. Well, that failed. They they do have to release. Uh, safety data and when did they start? Oh yeah, the week in that Russia randomly invaded Ukraine was actually the week that uh, the a, a circuit court or an appellate court judge ordered them shot down the seventy-five year on what's going on with vaccine safety data and ordered them to release the data. And that very same week, the week that they had to release some two hundred thousand uh, records of vaccine injury safety data. The world changed because russia invaded ukraine it's very interesting um, and they're they're continuing to release that data by the way you can you can um uh, look it up so aside from aside from fauci's uh retirement plans uh let's let's get into some <clears throat> some other inconvenient truths all right so Again, that Hegelian dialect, that that emotional reaction to a crisis—you know, barring all evidence to the contrary, barring all, uh, you know, dispute, just eliminating all stuff, and the the only possibility is what we say it is. The only possibility, you know, we, with with education outcomes, with outcomes, with poverty rates in the black community, it can't be fatherlessness. It can't be. Uh, it can't be anything but racism, you know. That's how science works, right? You eliminate all hypotheses, you select one, and you say it must be this thing, and let's make the equation fit it. You know, that's what we did, and and wasn't that what you did in science when you were in middle school and high school? That's what we did. Um, that's something that you have to do to get to this conclusion, according to FBI statistics, you know, to the conclusion that you know guns are. The problem and guns are killing all these people. Um, But there are some inconvenient facts. According to FBI statistics, far more people are killed by hammers than by this. This being, of course, the scary black rifle. Um, Now, careful folks, don't look too closely into your screen. It could go off at any moment. You know, and and we're hearing that bullets might be able to travel uh, through the airways, might be able to travel through cyberspace and and even kill you where you stand. You know, they take down planes, trains and automobiles. Um, but often our emotional response or often our emotions respond more to spectacle than to data. I mean, here's the thing, you know, there's this firearm here. It looks, you know, it's it's a little bit kitted out. It's got the gangster grip on there. Um, it's got a nice flat trigger on there. It, it's the the magazine looks like the Magpul Three, um, with that window so you can see, uh, so you can see how many rounds are in it. Interestingly enough, that I don't know this particular rifle looks like the ejection ports on the wrong side. Uh, but anyway, I digress. The emotional response to this is, man, it, it looks scary, it looks bad, but the facts are more people are killed with hammers than by all rifles. We're talking uh, hunting, sniper, bolt action, you know, muzzle whatever, all rifles. More people are killed with hammers. No one is suggesting that we get rid of hammers. No one is suggesting that we regulate hammers. No one is suggesting, you know, red flag laws for hammers, background checks, universal background checks on top of the background checks. No one is talking about closing the hardware show loophole. And I, I, frankly, I'm appalled because of hammer deaths. You know what's interesting? You know what else kills more people? than Scary Black Rifle. I I took the Scary Black Rifle off the screen so we don't have to fear anymore. You know what else kills more people than Scary Black Rifles? What the FBI calls, those bureau boys and the Bureau of Injustice, what they call personal weapons. Now, if you're regular on the show, you know what personal weapons are. It's these, it's hands and feet. More people died at the hand, literally died at the hand of another in the United States year over year than scary black rifles. That's all rifles, okay? semi-automatic. Hardly anyone. Well, I'm unaware of any fully automatic weapons being used in in mass shootings. i I think you might have to you might have to go back to Columbine for that one. Did they use? fully anyway. You know, that, that's something that'll be the thing that'll be the banner over this video. Uh, column, you know, Joe Mobley untruthful about weapons that Columbine uh, killers used. But the this points back to the problem that people are self interested, people want things and they're willing to lie, steal, cheat. And in many cases, commit violence to get them. All right. We're not talking about fringe things. People have killed over sex to eliminate competition. A lover killing a husband to get the wife as the prize for himself. People have killed for promotions. People have killed for road rage. People have killed for all types of personal gain because we're self-interested. The founders set up the government not under the delusion that all men are angels. They know that's not the case. They know that wasn't the case with the king. They know that wasn't the case with themselves. They knew representing, you know, different colonies, representing different states, they knew that they were self-interested. You know, the, the guy representing Georgia knew that he wanted the best for Georgia. And the guy representing New Jersey, the armpit of America, wanted the best for New Jerseyans. And they were willing to cheat out New Yorkers or to cheat out, you know, Massachusetts. I've never even thought of this. got Massachusetts. Massachusetts, Massey's, Massachusetts. You know what? I don't really care about people from Massachusetts. I'm sorry that I'm butchering whatever it is you call yourself. But they knew we are self-interested. And occasionally, occasionally, let, let's say maybe one day of the week, maybe one day of the month, someone is willing to break the rules to do the wrong thing, to get something they desire maliciously. This is where we get the phrase ill-gotten gains, folks. People will lie to get the money. People will cheat to get the money. People will steal to get the money. People will kill to get the money. It's always been this way. There is nothing new under the sun. So, no, I I I don't want to play, I don't want to play make-believe with lunatic lefties and pretend like guns, pretending like guns is the problem is just like pretending that white supremacy is the chief thing, the chief issue facing Americans, facing black America right now. Not drugs, not poverty, not fatherlessness, terrorism, transnational crime organizations, arms trafficking, weapons trafficking, human trafficking. Arms and weapons trafficking, that's the same thing, folks. That's like a leftist tactic there. Use two different words that describe the same thing. Uh, human trafficking, drug trafficking. We're going to pretend like these things aren't truly plaguing our nation, but white supremacy. I've been trying to find... A clan meeting. I've been trying to find a white supremacist gathering for like months now. You can't do it. You can't find it. You can you go and create. Well, don't do this because you know the feds will be all over your DMs. Uh, but say you did. You you create a fake account and you go out looking for groups of white nationalists, white supremacists. You are hard pressed to do it. And when you get there, four out of five of them are feds. Maybe that fifth one is agency. I I don't know. This is just completely made up here. And then the narratives crash into each other, just like they're crashing in with all Spartacus here, with the Booker T. dum This man, Cory Booker, is preaching two gospels that don't make any sense. We must have a federal license and ID for gun owners. Well, here's a problem. Here's a problem. He's also saying that voter ID laws are racist and discriminatory. Well, here's a problem. T. dum-dum. Here's a problem for you, Spartacus. The largest demographic of people in 2020, 2021, in the wake of BLM riots, death, violence, killing, rape, murder, in the wake of Antifa, violence, death, killing, rape, murder, taking over cities, throwing bricks through car windows, setting courthouses, police stations, police cruisers on fire. In the wake of all that, you know what Black people did? Black people decided nothing happens if you call 911. They don't show up. So they went and bought guns. And the largest demographic of Black people to buy those guns
2: in that post-2020 crap hole world were Black women. Corey, how, how are we going to do this ID thing for all of these
1: black women? Because they need a federal license. They're, they're, these black women own guns. They, you're starting to sound like, you're starting to sound like NRA in California in cahoots when blacks brought their weapons to the steps of, uh, was it the courthouse, the the city hall, when they, you know, back in the civil rights movement, when they bought their weapons to peacefully protest and they looked up and they saw all of these fit black dudes with guns and they were like, uh. that's when California decided to become this gun control haven. California used to be pretty free, you know? Lots of hunting, beautiful countryside out there. California used to be the, the quintessence of the American dream. And it's kind of started to turn into a crap hole a little bit after. Black Americans actually ex- their second amendment rights. And they went and they demonstrated peacefully, you know, your, your very presence is one of the first steps in the use of force continuum. Your presence here. I am. I'm large. I'm fit. I'm armed. I am alert. I'm present. I'm ready for the situation. That's when they decided to start getting rid of guns in California when, when black people did. But here, I'm still confused. We need a federal license. We need ID for these gun owners. These gun owners, largest demographic, 2020, black women. So we, we need to make these black women get this federally uh, mandated ID. But But that ID is also racist because voter ID laws are racist and discriminatory. Does Cory Booker not have an ID? How does he get into the Capitol? I guess they know who he is. I guess it's rules for thee and not for me. I guess he just travels around IDless. I mean, he probably has a driver, so he probably doesn't need a driver's license. And uh, his driver probably has a firearm, so he doesn't need a license for that. You know, he doesn't need a license to carry. Someone else carries his firearm for him. You know the media is carrying water for him, and someone else is carrying a firearm for him. You know, someone jumps out, tries to cause harm to him or his family, then Ooh, they're going to be stopped with, with guys with guns. Very interesting. Very interesting, Corey Booker T. I mean, when when are we going to say that we've had enough? Like, does it does this still make sense to you? Does this still make sense to you, as the listener, that they're allowed to operate with this type of impunity? Because we look at the facts, and it's it's very confusing. Like I'm not just trying to make fun of Cory Booker T here, but I mean it's it's very confusing. Which is it? Do we need the IDs, or are the IDs racist? I think we do need IDs to vote, a picture ID to prove that you're a resident, that you are who you say you are, you look like the person on the picture, you know? I don't think that you need a federally regulated, mandated, issued, et cetera, et cetera, license to own a gun. We can get into a conversation about to carry one concealed out in public. I think that's an infringement, but
2: we can get into a good conversation about it. when are we going to have enough of the double thing?
1: Because you you realize this is everything that George Orwell wrote about. You have to hold, for this double thing to work, you have to hold contradictory beliefs in your mind. You have to believe the sky is both red and blue. You have to believe the thing is and the thing is not. And you have to espouse those beliefs. It's, It's totally not. The thing is and the thing is not. Excuse me. The thing is, IDs are racist, and the thing is not. We need these IDs for everyone that owns firearms to include Blacks, Asians, Hispanics, to include ethnic minorities. So the thing is, and it is not. It's racist, and it's not. It's needed,
2: and it can't be allowed to happen. Very interesting. Here's another interesting one to take a look at. Oh, Michael Malice up here.
1: All I'm asking for is the right to the same weapons that I paid for the Taliban loan. You know, the Taliban terror group uh, famous for uh, violently overthrowing nations, setting women's rights in the Middle East back, I don't know 60, 70, 100 years, uh, beheading people, uh, men, women, and children, beheading Christians, you know, uh, uh, ethnic or ide- religious ideological genocides. That Taliban um, that's now heavily armed, you know they've, they've got helicopters, they've got billions of dollars in weaponry and gear. That Taliban, is it too much as an American to ask for the right to own the same weapons that and, and here's the thing. <coughs> you can't even own. we, you and I, we cannot own the weapons that the Taliban's been equipped with. They've been equipped with military weapons, right? Hear me, listen to what I'm saying. <coughs> the weapons that they use in the military are not this type of what this weapon over my shoulder, this rifle here. this is an AR15. This is a Daniel Defense M4 V11. (coughs) The government does not own these. I take that back. Police forces might own some of these. The United States Army does not own these. If someone in the United States Army has a Daniel Defense rifle, it is a military edition one that has a burst or fully automatic cycle select fire on it. This one does not. The only way to operate this weapon is you pull the trigger one time, boom, one bullet goes off. It works the same as this pistol. The rate of fire is the rate at which you can pull the trigger with your finger. Military does not use AR-15s. The military uses M weapons, M4, M16. These are fully auto or semi, or fully auto or fully, I almost said fully semi-auto. These are fully automatic weapons or three round burst fire weapons where you pull the trigger once and it cycles off. Boom. It blasts off three rounds. Or it's a fully automatic weapon. This is what people call a machine gun that you see on TV. This is what the Taliban has. You can't get one of those in the United States. It's an NFA item. It's heavily regulated. They don't even produce them anymore what is it, 93, 96? They don't produce any of these firearms. So one, it's got to be vintage. It's got to be like a heavily used vintage piece. And you got to pay 10 plus grand to get it. And you got to pay this ridiculous tax stamp. You basically have to pay the ATF one or 2,000 bucks for the paperwork. Just for them to bless off on it, then, after you've paid this ten, eleven, twelve thousand dollars, you've got to wait nine months, a year, a year, nine months, two years, waiting to get approval to have the darn thing that you paid for. Imagine going to your local car dealership and you see that car, oh, you've been scoping it out. You see that beauty there it is. it's that you know, whatever it is, I don't know, Challenger, Charger, Corvette, you see that candy apple red Corvette, ooh, you've been waiting for this thing, and you give them the money for it, I don't know what a Corvette costs, 45, dollars $65,000, boom, you give it to them, uh, they, they run, you know, your, your credit, or they, they do whatever kind of paperwork you got to do. They run it all, dot the I's, cross the T's, sign all the paperwork, and they say, all right, uh, we'll let you know when it's ready. What do you mean you'll let me know when it's ready? Well, you know, you paid for it and it's right there. You can see it. And yeah, we have it. It's in stock. And, and it, it's, it's yours kind of on paper. We're, we're not advertising. We can't sell it right now. It's The paperwork is out with the government. Well, what, what is it doing out with the government? Well, they're going to approve the purchase. They're going to approve the purchase of this constitutional right that you have, uh, this naturally occurring right that is enshrined and recognized as naturally occurring in the Constitution, not granted by the Constitution. We're just going to make sure uh, that the government's cool with it. What what do you mean? Well, some bureaucrat in an agency somewhere that hates you, hates your constitutional rights, doesn't want you to have Corvettes, doesn't want you to have, uh, you know, sports cars, whatever, They've got to fill out some paperwork where they say it's okay for you to have. Well, how long does that take? Oh, well, it's kind of interesting. Um, there are no rules or regulations about how long it takes. We, we just kind of have to wait on them. We, we just have to wait on them. Uh, they'll, they'll get back to us. Well, y- you ask how long has it taken in the past? Um, well, I've seen it go as fast as nine months. Nine months? You've seen it go as fast as nine, it can take nine months. Well, usually it takes, usually it takes about a year. It can take up to two
2: years, maybe a little bit longer. For this depreciating asset, it's not going to be worth more when you get your
1: Corvette, but that's the nonsense that we have to go through to get these NFA items. These are, things like a suppressor, which is not a silencer, it doesn't make firearms silent, Uh, to get things like, you know, Michael Malice is talking about the weapons that we arm the Taliban with. And it's a really good quote, but we arm the Taliban with weapons that you and I as Americans cannot buy. We arm them with actual military weapons, not military style weapons, but military weapons, you know, like the types of weapons that Obama used and and the fast and furious uh, arms trafficking failure of the United States government where they armed uh where they armed Mexican drug cartel with fully automatic United States weapons that worked well guys this is the ridiculous world that we're living in the absolute ridiculous world Kelly Sullins, thank you for joining us on Facebook and in the chat. Kelly says, good point about the hypocrisy of IDs for guns and voting. Yes, Spartacus. Spartacus brings us, you know, that good point brought to you by uh, Booker T. Dum Dum over here. This is what we're up against. It makes no sense. It's nonsense. And part of the point of this show is... You hear this nonsense in your workplace. You hear this with your friend groups. You hear this nonsense at church, sometimes from the pastor, but definitely from congregants. And you know what, friends? It's time for us to start calling a spade a spade. You know what's interesting, especially for Christians out there, because our our religion is so heavy on confession or so heavy on forgiveness and 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 how forgiveness works is, you know, you sin, you've sinned against God. So you confess your sins to God and you ask for forgiveness. You say, God, I, I did the thing. I'm so sorry. I've sinned against you. I've sinned against God the Father. Will you forgive me? Um, and, you know, Christ came and his, his he sacrificed his life and his blood wipes our sins clean. Uh, that's where all of those, funny Christian memes come from and John Chris jokes about being washed in the blood and all and creeping people out. And I was creeped out by that when I was a teenager. I'm not going to lie, go to church and they're talking about washing in blood. It's, it's a little bit awkward, especially, you know, for people that grew up in the church, it's like, oh yeah, you know, bathed in the blood. I'm like, we're doing what? No, I'm, I'm not here for that. I'm going to. Anyway, but confess means call the thing the same thing. Let's call it the same thing. Let's call it what it is. It's lying. It's stealing. It's cheating. Let's call the thing the same thing before the face of God, guys. It's it's time that we start we start bringing this into our daily lives because we sit by and we listen to all types of bullcrap. Donald Trump's white supremacist bull crap. Donald Trump's been kicking it with black rappers for decades. Newsflash, Robert Bird didn't. Joe Biden's not kicking it with me. Joe Biden. Any type of appearance that he's had with a black rapper was staged. It was put on for us. It was, it was, you know, his team and their team, his people and their people collaborating to make this this media moment happen or whatever. Um, Barack Obama did, but Barack's actually black, so so they say. But uh guys, we gotta call the thing, the thing,
2: we need to be operating under the same terms here. You know, what is racism? What, what is it? You know, supremacy, white supremacy,
1: you know, the the last big racist thing that I know about is a black supremacist that drove a van into a parade of white people, killed a bunch of kids. The black supremacists. We gotta call these things the same thing. What is it? You know, watched with uh, you know, my wife and I like good conservatives, we subscribe to all the things, Blaze and Daily Wire, and we watched What is a woman uh the other night. We got for us to have these conversations, we have got to call the thing the same thing. We have got to be operating with the same language. What, What is a woman? You know, which Matt Walsh, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but at the end, you know, he he gets some wise counsel to go home and ask his wife who says an adult human female and that's what that's what a woman is,
2: you know. She's not a biologist, Katangi. Can I just say like
1: <clears throat> so many things in the black community like we do to ourselves. Like, oh,
2: you know, how did they know that she was black? I don't know her name's Katanji Brown Jackson why like don't don't complain about it when
1: you know well we see uh bill you know William Jeffrey, whatever,' We're like, oh, it's probably a white boy that's not racist that's that's.
2: <sighs> Stereotypes are born out of observable facts.
1: Observable patterns of behavior, okay? Like you see a sparkly painted car, dark tinted windows, loud music, big shiny rims. The stereotype is probably a black guy, maybe a Hispanic guy. That's born out of observable facts. It's not racist. Like we we are the most... Uh, YouTube's not going to like this, but we are the most butthurt society in the world. Like so precious. Our snowflake meter is so high. Uh, and, and we, we got to get over it. We got to get past these things. All right, I need to run through. <clears throat> Excuse me. My voice is doing a lot better. Still not 100%. I, I do need to run through these things. Otherwise, this show will be, you know, 10 hours long. Had to put this up, guys. Spike Cohen tweeted this out. The U.S. government has been arming Ukraine because they're allies. Okay, that that follows. Uh, The U.S. government has been seeking to disarm Russia because they're
2: opponents.
1: Okay. Um, So by this logic, you'd like to provide arms to allies and disarm opponents. Okay, tracking, tracking. Uh, In totally unrelated news, the U.S. government seeks to disarm you as an American citizen. So uh, let me see if I can piece this all together here. The U.S. government, arm, okay, ally, and you carry the one. And, so so bullcrap, bullcrap, for, for your safety, the government is saying that they are trying to get rid of guns. They're trying, you know, Prime Minister Blackface getting rid of but he said handgun sales. So you actually look at the legislation and it gets rid of rifles as well. It gets rid of high capacity. It gets rid of basically everything. You can have a, a, like a five-shot bolt action bullcrap or something in Canada once this thing goes through. But it's all bullcrap, okay? Remember, remember the double think. They're saying you can't fight off a military with a ragtag group of countrymen with guns. They're saying you can't do that. Let it, you know, despite the fact that that's how this freaking country got started, these guys over my shoulder, ragtag guys, not military commanders and rangers and soldiers, ragtag guys, farmers, preachers, teachers, I don't know, blacksmith, just random dudes getting together with guns back when everyone had one. They did a little bit of training out in the woods. They, by all accounts, sucked largely sucked, and they fought the most powerful military in the world. But you fast forward, you know, oh, things were different then. You know, according to dumb dumb Michael uh, Michael Moore, they didn't know what bullets were. Bullets weren't invented for another hundred years. They they shot fairy dust out of those rifles. <clears throat> fast forward to now, that's exactly what's happening in Ukraine. Ukraine. You know, supposedly, if this war is a real serious war, and if Russia is doing serious warfare, which by all accounts, they're not, because they haven't done any of the top 10, this is how to do war, war 101 things, you know, bleeding the country, choking the infrastructure, uh, internet attacks, cyber attacks, resources, choke points, getting rid of bridges, controlling main supply routes. They've done none of this stuff. But, you know, pretending that this is a real war, then the people of Ukraine, not a military, but the people with random rifles, with random weapons are going out and fighting and fending off the military. That's exactly what's happening. And we're supporting it. Well, we're supporting it in a dangerous way, giving them intelligence and troop movements and uh, supposedly telling them where generals are because Russia has a real military where generals don't sit in the Pentagon and you know paint their fingernails and argue about gender ideology but they actually go to the front lines of war um and and order troop movements and and base things on what they can see and hear and their um their their knowledge of combat but supposedly What's being done in Ukraine, what we're supporting with our tax dollars, you know, $40 billion, bye-bye. Uh, you know, no money for guards, like Eric said at the top of the show. You know, we could pay a Navy SEAL 80 grand, which is more than they make, to be guarding these schools and bringing them home. Instead of having them all over the place or, or guarding the border, we could, we could increase their pay with, with, with $40 billion. Now, a billion is a thousand millions. It's hard to conceptualize, and then you look at the debt, which is hundreds of trillions of dollars, and then
2: you think, oh, well, a trillion is a thousand billions. Yikes. But supposedly, you can't use firearms to fend off a tyrannical
1: government to fight a military. Um, that, that's another famous double think because you're supposed to think, hey, we're supposed to be sending $40 billion over to Ukraine so they can use firearms, you know, not a military, but for regular citizens of Ukraine to use firearms to fend off a powerful military like Russia. Um, but in the same breath, you, you can't use firearms to fend off a powerful military. They would just... Uh, obliterate you, which is literally a reverse nirvana fallacy, well, the power disparity is so great, we might as well make it zero to 100. No guns versus all the guns. Um, Because the power disparity is already, I mean, it's already like 70-30.
2: So so let's make it zero 100. Because that makes sense. But what what does the underlying truth here is we're arming
1: Ukraine because their allies were supposedly for this um, terribly corrupt country that is uh, run by oligarchs and uh, backroom deals where politicians are bought and paid for in public view, not in secret view, like here in the United States, where we're supposed to be allies with them and, and how we show that allyhood is through arming them. Uh, And we're we're very publicly not allied with Russia, um, you know, because uh, Russia basically means Donald Trump, according to the left. Um, You know, Russia is Trump. Trump is Russia. It's it's a very interesting, you know, doctrinal statement when you when you get into the, you know, they're confused about father, son, and Holy Spirit, but they're not confused at all about a United States president who's duly elected, twice, Uh, Donald Trump. Um, is not Vladimir Putin. They can't figure it, that one out. But they also, you know, they also can't make that connection. You arm your allies, you try and disarm and
2: disrupt and, and make weaker your opponents. Then why is the government trying to disarm you? Th- that makes no sense. You know, I saw another
1: tweet somewhere. The government is trying to disarm you like governments have always done. They are trying to disarm you because they are going to do
2: something that would cause you to want to use your firearms if you them. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. There's nothing new under the sun, folks. This stuff has all been done before. So speaking of devil-speak nonsense, this is this is something that,
1: I mean, it used to surprise me, but now it's like par for the course. Like the left can't figure out how their causes, they, they don't converge, they conflict almost always. Almost always. Progressivism and feminism, whichever wave, I don't know, is it third wave, fourth wave? It, it feels like a trans tsunami is what it feels like but it's some kind of waves of feminism and and women's rights and LGBTQ, LMNOP, ARP plus, you know, whatever. All of
2: these things, they don't converge. They conflict. Queers for Palestine. Like, I, I hate to be this way. I'm going to make this bigger.
1: I hate to be, I'm going to make it much bigger. I'm I'm going to zoom in here because I've said on the show, it's always, you know, the angry, confused liberals are always 18 to 28 year old white women. They're usually yelling in my face about oppression and racism. And I'm like, I'm black, please move away from me. I'm also large and dangerous. And you're a small white female. This is is just a bad decision. Um, But take a look here. There's one black guy back here. He's here for the free food. Um, but all of these angry, confused, I, I don't know lesbians or queer or whatever people, they're always like young, angry white people. i'm I'm sorry, this is a fact of life. i I live this life. i I you know, guys, I walk the talk or whatever, however you call it, like this is like i I do this for a living. I'm out here. At these events. Well, I'm not at queers for Palestine, but I'm I'm out here at these social events. Palestine is not the place for queer rights, for trans rights, for LGBTQ, LMNOP, AARP, whatever. It is not the place. These Middle Eastern countries kill you for this. They stone you for this. They put your body into the ground so just your head, neck, and maybe your shoulders stick out, and they throw rocks at you until you die. Only in America is this queer unicorn lesbo dream happening. This is not a thing. Go to Saudi Arabia and do it. Go to Iraq, Iran, Kazakhstan,
2: anywhere in the Middle East. This is not a thing. It's just like this meme says. This is like chickens for KFC. Queers for Palestine, or
1: trans for Palestine, or they've got the, is this a rainbow? Are those even the right colors? There's always a fist on it. Like, I'm so confused, like peaceful protest, like why do they have a fist on everything? You know, I need to start putting a gun on all of my flags and like all of my symbols, and you just put a gun in the middle of it. So they're like, "Why is that gun there? Oh that's a symbol for peace. You know you you got a fist on all of your stuff. I got a gun on my stuff. Your fist means tolerance, right? Because uh, when I think of tolerance, when I think of hearing out the other side, I, I think of a fist,
2: you know that's what you use use a fist to listen very closely because that makes sense. But guys, this is the thing that we're going to end the show on. We're going to end the show on the absolute
1: most confusing thing. The thing that I'm probably the most angry about, but definitely the most
2: confused about. And maybe, maybe I'm just confused, you know? Maybe I don't get it. Maybe I missed the boat. Maybe I'm not woke enough.
1: If for some reason you do have children watching this, which... I don't think that my show is for kids, but whatever, you know, to each their own. Um, This next image is gross, okay? So you probably have another 15 seconds or so um, to find your pause button or whatever, come back and watch this later. But the internet, I'm actually glad that this is happening because we're constantly, I told you guys at the top of the year, what is done in the darkness will come to light. <coughs> the way the God of the Bible says it is, be sure your sin will find you out. Be sure your sin will find you out. Uh, there's a Psalm that says, where can I go from your spirit, O Lord? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I go to the depths, you were there. If I go, that means all the way down into hell. All the ways high, you know, Telescopic, whatever to the heavens, he's there. If you go all the way down to the deepest pits, if you go down to the pits of hell, even there, his spirit will find you, guys. I said, the beginning of the year is we are shining a light into the darkest places because all of this bullcrap goes on. They're allowed to operate with full impunity, as if what they're doing is is not happening, and we're the ones who are supposed, you know,
2: supposedly triggered or supposedly you know, constantly false alarming.
1: The internet right now is being flooded with images like this. Um, oh, I don't want my face down there. Let's go back to this one. Uh, but with images like this. And if if you're a podcast listener, you, you've seen an image like this. Um, but this is a young girl, no older than than eight, maybe six, seven, eight years old. I, Putting single dollar bills into the panties of, well, probably in the training panties. Like, if if I'm being honest, probably, you know, this is probably a dude. Who knows? I can't see the front. Very presumably, a guy. But it doesn't even matter. Uh, I know libs of TikTok has been putting these things out. I mean, this stuff. If you're on, if you're on TikTok, if you're on Twitter, Facebook, any like mainstream social media, you've seen this, okay? Because like conservative accounts have been blasting this stuff for like the last week. I think it's great because people don't think that they're coming for children. But how wildly inappropriate is this? How sick and evil is this? This is some kind of classroom. This is some kind of trip, school trip for students. So these adults, I don't know if they're parents, I don't know if they're teachers, I don't care which they are. They are absolute psychos. It is so sick and twisted to be promoting this stuff, to be exposing children to this stuff. I don't care if this person here with the unicorn tattoo is a man or a woman or a zur or a furry or a unicorn or whatever. I don't care. Strip clubs are no place for children. Okay, wherever this is taking place, where these kids are being given this money to put in the thongs and g-strings and stuff of adults, this used to be illegal. This used to be obvious sex crimes. This used to be obvious child abuse, child
2: endangerment, lewd. (coughs) Just completely unacceptable. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm a young man. i'm I'm not an old geezer, but
1: maybe apparently I'm a dinosaur. I'm being called on the internet. I'm being called a dinosaur because i
2: I see that this is Not good, not proper. <clears throat> and it brings me to this thought, all right, and we're gonna we're gonna close it out on this. The world is ordered, is orderly. Day follows night, then night after day, on and on. Seven days makes a week. Okay?
1: There is a natural order to things. Four weeks a month, 12 months a year. This cycle continues. Okay? summer follows spring, autumn follows summer, winter follows autumn, and then we go back into the cycle. There is a natural order to things. This, what we're looking at, is disordered. Homosexuality is disordered. It's disordered as a system. It cannot continue on its own. Purely the way that it is, transgenderism, lesbianism, queer, whatever, all of these other, heterosexualism is ordered. It is a self-contained system that continues on because of its own order, which is natural, the the way that things occur in nature. And they occur that way because they're designed, but, you know, let's let's set that aside.
2: This is disordered bullcrap. this person right here going going back to uh
1: <clears throat> going back to the babylon b you know report says despite attempts to add more genders there still seems to be just 2 plus 767 mental disorders this person has a disorder dsm4 dsm5
2: always always said that Gender dysphoria was a
1: mental disorder. And apparently, science, trust the science, they all folded like a cheap suit. The mental professionals, the, the medical professionals, they all just folded. They all folded under the pressure of having their homes and businesses burnt down by raging liberal lunatics in in their thongs and and... Horse purple manes, whatever this is, this person has a mental disorder. Because they're here and because they're trying to present as a female, this person is probably a male. Um, and with the unicorn tattoo and the, the haircut that looks like horse mane, this person probably believes that they are a horse or a unicorn. Uh, they probably identify as as some weird made up thing like unicorn you know you used to be everyone knew that unicorns were made up every like everyone knows that santa is made up or you know uh good and, and uh, just government is made up everyone all used to know these things but now we're being forced to play make-believe and not only you and i as adults forced to play make-believe but we're forced to subjugate Children, this sweet little girl, think about the disorder being brought into this girl's life right now. Like, no crap, she's confused about stuff. And they're telling her you can be whatever you want to be. And and this music and balloons and color and flowers and bull crap. This is psychological manipulation. Manipulation of the worst kind for the purpose of tearing people's lives apart to get them to believe in, in this bullcrap, in this nonsense. We are trying to take our well-ordered world, we're trying to take what was a well-designed, well-ordered world, trying to take our society and cause chaos and to introduce disorderment.
2: To take an organized system and make it unorganized.
1: And the point of the show is for you and I to come out of the conservative closet and say enough. Say, sorry, sir, when you see this bullcrap, Sorry, sir, you are a man in women's lingerie with a haircut like a horse or a unicorn. You're a biological man, every cell in your body is XY. This is a little girl, every cell in her body is XX. You were doing creepy sex stuff with said little girl and if you don't stop, I am going to stop you. That's what you and I need to say. We need to say this is completely unacceptable. <coughs> we need to say that your your chaotic wet dream is over. The media is on your side and Facebook and Twitter, big tech's on your side and all of this nonsense. The people are not on your side. You cannot have our children. You cannot be allowed to continue doing this insanity. That's what needs to happen. Guys, that is the show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that that you've liked, shared, or subscribed. I mean, if you're watching at this point, then you're a fan of the show. Uh, so make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, if you're a podcast listener, go ahead and leave me or, you know a rate and review. Um, Five-star ratings only. If you're going to give me four or below, then please, please, please give me some feedback. Tell me a reason, something that I can do to make the show better. Now I know most of you watch on YouTube. That's just the way it is. I don't know why especially with the content and who I am and probably who you are. Uh, but anyway, most of you watch on YouTube and that, that's great. Please go over to Rumble and subscribe there. Please go over to Getter and subscribe there because I am telling you, you know it to be true that my days on Facebook and, and Instagram, Twitter, uh, <clears throat> YouTube, my days there are numbered completely at the mercy of the big tech, you know, technocrats, whatever. Um, so make sure that you go and follow where I'm not going to get canceled. Uh, if you really, really, really like the show, then you can become a supporter at thejoemoblishow.com slash locals. Uh, so make sure that you check that out. The website's right there on the screen, thejoemoblishow.com slash locals. Make sure that you follow our guest from today, Eric M. Matheny, M-A-T-H-E-N-Y. Um, <clears throat> On all platforms. He's on Getter. He's on Twitter. Um, I think he's on locals. I'm I'm not sure. He's on Truth Social. Uh, make sure that you're liked, that you like this show, that you like this episode. Make sure you're subscribed. If you're not subscribed, then you are not gonna get the notifications, my friend, because they don't want you to. <clears throat> I'm Joe Mobley. This is the Joe Mobley show. I hope you guys have a good one. Are you a business looking to expand across the US? The Joe Mobley Show offers a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group as everyone is concerned with the cultural issues facing the nation, media bias, unaccountable government, and on and on the list goes. Every small business is looking everywhere for quality services that your company can provide. There's no national uncloseted conservative show presented anywhere else in the U.S., and no one else does it quite like me. By advertising on The Joe Mobley Show, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. I'm Joe Mobley, host of The Joe Mobley Show, and you need to give me a call now at 202-599-0990 to get in on this tremendous opportunity before it's too late. Take advantage and grow your business now or wonder what could have been just a few months down the road. Sounds like an easy choice. Give me a call now at 202-599-0990 for all the details. That's 202-599-0990. Call now. Amazon stock is down 37% in the first half of the year. Tesla down 40%. Cryptos are being slammed, and many fear the hawkish moves by the Fed could stall the economy. What's your plan? Text Mobly to 989898 to get your free no-obligation info kit on gold from Birch Gold. They are the precious metals professionals. I trust them enough to buy from them. Text Mobly to 989898 and secure your savings now. So here are some things we know. We know Joe Biden is doing a terrible job as president. We know gas prices are so high, used bike sales have gone through the roof. We know bite inflation is continuing to drive our economy into the ground. We also know Mike Lindell over at MyPillow makes the best pillows on the market, but I bet you didn't know this. MyPillow has hundreds of products that aren't even pillows. While poor leadership in the White House is causing prices to soar in virtually every industry, Mike and his team at MyPillow are working hard to do just the opposite. In fact, if you go to mypillow.com slash right now, you'll see just what I'm talking about. Pillows, bathrobe, sleepwear, and more at record low prices. You worked hard to help Mike defeat cancel culture. Now he's working hard to help you get the best quality products for the absolute lowest price. Go to www.mypillow.com slash or type in promo code Mobley anywhere on the website. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to mypillow.com slash Mobley and save today. Listen, I've got thousands and thousands of followers on social media, and maybe you're one of them. Maybe you're on Twitter, Getter, Truth, Facebook, who knows? Maybe you've sent me a message and you never heard back. Maybe you wish there were a more exclusive app where I posted my most personal interactions, did Zoom hangouts, and other things with fans of the show. That's exactly what's happening over in my Locals community. Locals is a social media platform you need to join and join today. Locals is the first social media platform built not just for users, but for content creators as well. They know creators like me want to own our content, speak freely, and interact with our audience. Really connect. That's you. Join my Locals community today by downloading the Locals app and searching for Joe Mobley or going to thejoemobleyshow.com locals. If you want to experience the internet done right, get exclusive access to content, discount codes. Early product launches and more, join my locals community today. Thejoemobley slash locals. Everyone knows a wise man spends less than he makes and constantly puts money aside for the future. Well, usually that means putting a lump of quick to get cash in your bank or maybe in an IRA or 401k with your job, and all's well that ends well. But you may have noticed the stock market isn't doing so hot right now. That's why you need to diversify, and the smartest way to hedge against inflation right now is by investing in gold. Now, I'm not telling you to go buy gold bars or start walking the beaches with a metal detector. You can convert your existing savings into a precious metals IRA with Birch Gold Group today. That's right. Tax-sheltered precious metals IRAs with Birch Gold. Birch Gold are the best at what they do, and that's protect your hard-earned money and the value it represents. Text MOBLY to 989898 to get your free, no-obligation info kit on all that Birch can do for you and why the time to diversify into a precious metals IRA is right now. Text MOBLY to 989898 every second you wait is money you've lost forever text Mobley to 989898 today. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.